say like hello guys but i had a um i had to watch the parents play football so hey y'all what's going on anyway my name's marquise your co-host with my friend antonio thank Anthony. you antonio ant-man say to the people morning so um last title was was like you know best part of the year and then and then and then, <laughs> and, then, and, then and then we watch our teams play so we have to go back and change that um but yeah no we're gonna recap game one we're gonna you know talk about our bold predictions talk about some wnba and stuff like that but anthony let's start with you my friend what'd you think of week one of uh nfl um it's kind of boring wasn't there was like some close games but it to me wasn't that exciting it reminded me of week one last year where nothing made sense and things continued to not make sense things made sense in the playoffs last year yeah but, but not especially not at the beginning of the year um you know it's interesting you say that i was listening to uh you know my second favorite podcast because it's my favorite podcast but i was listening to athletic football show and they asked um mitchell schwartz like they're like how long does it take for like teams to really like get going or like you know find out like like who they are and stuff like that and he was like honestly what he's like you ask some coaches sometimes it takes until like uh halloween like it really takes that first and so we don't want to necessarily overreact we are we're going to because you know content but at the same time yeah no same thing like it, it's funny like uh we're, we're we're watching you know obviously we're watching the games and stuff and, and um he had messaged me and he's just like these games are kind of boring and as soon as he sent that text all the games proceeded like they they saw the text and was like all right we're gonna get real we're gonna get real dumb <laughs> and so then you had like the whole Cincinnati and Bengals just that was that was a lot. I'm gonna put you on the spot. What do you what do you think of Pittsburgh? Um, I don't know. I think that Pittsburgh is a little back. We're gonna see how they deal with TJ Watt's injury. Yeah, and even when he comes back from that injury, because as we saw last year when he went down. He's a pretty pretty big Jenga piece. Yeah. There. He's he's yeah. He yeah, he probably is the Jenga piece there. Yeah. <laughs> um and then Najee kind of went down, so we're gonna that's like something to monitor there, like how he deals with that injury. <laughs> I mean, but get well, Najee, please. <laughs> Soon. No. Oh. Um, so yeah, I I think they're they're kind of legitimate. Uh, it'll be interesting to see them going up against uh, like the what's it called the Ravens and stuff. So yeah, no, I and so um, shout, shout out to Mika Fitzpatrick who like he that man got that dog in him. Like he he's he's probably like seventy five percent dog because he he really I mean aside from TJ he really he came up big. Um, but yeah, no, I mean I, I guess kind of what I was saying like before like. I, I think that, I mean, that team was in the mix and was pretty good, and they had a refrigerator as a quarterback these past couple of seasons. And now, like, you get rid of that, which, I mean, Mitch Trubisky didn't play, like, amazing, but he he didn't play, like, he, he played well enough. 
Yeah, he's a now, serviceable quarterback. Serviceable. But again, you, you go back to Cincinnati, and this is things where it's like, do you overreact? Probably not. I mean, Joe Burrow threw four interceptions. I don't, I don't think he's doing that again. Um, but then you look at, like, one, one thing that stuck out to me, and even though they were having troubles, Jamar Chase, yeah, he he's 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 good. He's good at football. He him. He 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 him. Um, uh, one of the best catches that wasn't is uh the touchdown at the end where he like I don't even know how to describe the angle in which he caught it because he was he was running towards the sideline like in the end zone and it came over his like left shoulder and he caught it it was it. Like watching it, it looked like a video game was glitching. It looked like a Madden glitch, um, but he he had toe just a little bit out. So, I mean, again, it's one of those things where I think Cincinnati will be fine, you know. Um, but I definitely think the Steelers could be one of those. Like we look up, we look at Week 14, we're like, oh, you know, the Steelers are on pace to make the playoffs and maybe you know possibly win that division. Um, but going forward, I mean, I guess the question, I guess I got to ask the question as well. What was your biggest surprise of week one? Um, Probably how, f- two things I would say, but probably, probably how flat the San Francisco 49ers came out from the gate. Uh, Yeah, I mean, do they have, like, is have people figured out Kyle Shanahan? Has have people figured out this? This offense, Elijah Mitchell is going down. He is on IR now. Yeah. And, I mean, they played I'm, – I'm not saying that the Bears are anything like are, – are a bad team, but they're a relatively unknown. I'm going to say the Bears are a bad team, but that's just me. Sorry, <laughs> No, they're an unknown quantity. Like, no. we don't really know what they are. Uh, but for the – you know, for the Niners to come out, and only score 10, and this is like a team that almost went to the Super Bowl, it's, you know, a little surprising. Makes you think about how quickly, um, you know, Trey Lance is going to get the hook. Yeah. Um, I don't think that Kyle Shanahan gets fired anytime soon. <laughs> no, yeah. a lot for him to get fired, honestly. Yeah, but, I mean, he's definitely going to, They, you know, they re-signed Jimmy G for a reason. Uh, which, so a few things on that. How much do you, I mean, if I'm going to be a, 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 a truther, it was terrible conditions, right? So mm-hmm. I do, I do think, not saying it was a fluke or anything like that, but I do think those conditions played into it a bit if you're San Francisco, right? Um, I, I, that did play into the Bears' favor a little bit, um, but again, I it was a smart move for them to keep Jimmy G. It just, it just, it just, it just was. Like I, I know a lot of people were saying you gotta, you know, if you're gonna turn over the keys, turn over the keys. But at the same time, like the team is talented enough, you know, to make the Super Bowl. I mean, heck, they could, they could have made it last year. They could have made it. The, year before that they they made it the year before that you know so mm-hmm. like they this this team has definitely is like in a window um to win the super bowl or at least compete in the super bowl 
you know, obviously the question is, is Trey Lance that guy? I will also say this, though, you know, even if, like, let's say, let's say this week just was a fluke. It was just, a, you know, whatever. And Trey Lance balls out. You still got Jimmy G. Well, his trade value, like, this sounds sad, but the more quarterbacks get hurt, Dak, the higher his trade value goes up, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, if you're, again, if you're a team like the Cowboys and you feel as if, hey, we could we could be competing for a Super Bowl as well, but our quarterback went down. I mean, Jimmy G, the the saving grace on his resume is like, my name is Jimmy G. I took a team to a Super Bowl. I was ten minutes away from winning one. I was a five yard, it's more like three yard overthrow from winning a Super Bowl. So I don't know. Um, I think I, to go about like with the to, to talk about the whole Shanahan and like him getting fired. I think. What it would take, like, it wouldn't happen this season, but, like, let's say the next, like, two seasons are just really, really bad with with Lance, then then it's, I don't know. Uh, but what was your, what was your, what was your second thing? Um, sorry, I've been looking at the rushing. Just before we go on to the next thing, Elijah Mitchell's going down, right? So then that means they're going to use Debo again at running back and like while that is interesting is that really like the spot for him like why does Ray Ray McLeod have more receiving yards and I understand like it was a bad weather game yeah. but Brandon Ayuk has 40 Jawan Jennings got 62 yards so speaking of Brandon Ayuk um the the fantasy football white will as we like to call him um there was things coming out of Niners camp this this summer Saying that, now, I don't know if they'll do it, but you had coaches saying like, "Hey, we can use Brandon Ayuk the same way we use Debo, specifically out the backfield." I don't know how impactful he would be, right? Mm-hmm. I do think, I do think, I, I think Brandon Ayuk is a good receiver. I think he is like, uh, uh, I think he could be a really, really, really good receiver in this league. Um, but obviously, like you know, Debo is just like it, this team is kind of interesting. You think, right? It's a lot of guys that have high potential that we haven't seen versus guys that we like have seen like them you know go out there and do it so yeah i don't know man i we 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 should get into a running back conversation at some point because <laughs> i i think there's something to be said like elijah mitchell like he's obviously he's a good back but like you know even him like he's not like it's not like he's like a top five back you know but you still need that and and all that's what's going to end up happening is like you said you put more pressure on like people like Debo but specifically you put more pressure on people like Lance because they they specifically wanted Lance because of his ability to also extend plays and run with the football you know and listen we don't have to go into detail but there we know the inherent risk involved with doing that even though he's a big dude and not so i just <laughs> but with that being said, you know, I was going to say that division is still up, you know, it's still up for grabs, but Geno Smith is, you know, the, the best quarterback in the league. So, which that's not a shot at Geno Smith. We, me and Anthony uh, both agree that we were happy for Geno, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like, like, legitimately, that, and it's, it's like not a shot at Russ. It's not, no, I, we, you, you, you love to see it. You love to see guys that have been in not great positions that have been backups that has been out the league 
and you know came back exact even if even if it's just for a game you know hopefully this continues and hopefully can't even get the same treatment i'm always pushing the agenda baby (laughs) (laughs) but yeah Uh, no my second thing is are the washington commanders pretty decent I'm trying to start up the end. Yes. <laughs> I mean, well, so, but, so, so, that, but that's the running joke, right? We made this, we made this shit before with the NFC East, right? So it was like, oh, the Cowboys are going to win it. And it's just like, whatever team you think is favorite to win it, it's the, the, the it's, it's, so if we're doing the math, it, it, yeah, no, they look good. And, and yep. you could argue that, no, this is like a whole nother thing, but, that 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 Eagles Detroit game was really close, so mm-hmm. maybe I mean it was it no defense was being played they both but yeah like, that's what I'm so, saying like yeah that's what <laughs> but that's what I'm saying right so like not to get in the whole thing with that but like was it was it close because it was just an old fashioned shootout because both offenses are really good or you know as much I joke around with like Detroit and I think Detroit you know I have feelings about them but. The Eagles should be a better team than the, like a definitively better team than Detroit, but maybe I don't know. We'll see, right? And then you had uh, a game in Nashville, which you know Saquon showed up. So is is this a? So I don't know, man. I think I think Washington, um, the Washington Seawards can definitely. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, Carson Wentz, 27 for 41, 300 yards, four touchdowns, two interceptions. You can win games like that. I mean, Joe Burrow was kind of doing games like that last year. Not saying that Carson Wentz is Joe Burrow. I was, oh, I'm glad you caught I was like, did Ant just say that Carson Wentz and Joe Burrow were the same? But, I mean, look, you're looking at Antonio Gibson, 72 yards. Uh, Terry McScorin, 58 yards. Curtis Samuel. McScorin, I like that. <laughs> Curtis Samuel, 55 yards. Logan Thompson, Thomas, you know, before he gets a concussion, 45 yards. Uh, Jahan Dotson, which uh, I tried to pick up on our fantasy league quietly, but, like, I think he's going to be, like, I think he'll overtake Curtis Samuel as that third option there. And then, Come back, Curtis. In, and then about three games, they're gonna get their their top running back. I'm not saying he's you know great, but they're gonna get Brian Robinson back. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, but they're gonna get him back from you know uh, his he was shot during an attempted robbery. Yeah. Um. So I think they can be a pretty good team. And is um. Oh, and even even I mean Chase Young, like eventually he'll come back. Yeah. Yeah. What's his nick? What's Chase Young's nickname? I wanted to use it, but I don't remember. Go ahead. Um, but yeah, I think that um, you know, I think that they could take command of that division. Tomato, tomato, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, but that's the thing, right? So, like, I feel like, and this, and this is kind of like shots at the Cowboys, right? Like, uh, they like think what that team was last year and the year before, like. I, If you you if you have I mean, Dak Prescott is like 
I mean, granted, he's hurt. He's going to be out for a while. But, like, you're talking about a division that has Carson Wentz, Daniel Jones, and Jalen Hurts. All of which, that they aren't terrible or anything like that. But, like... Yeah, there's question you know, marks. They're, yeah, least. they're question. They're all question mark quarterbacks. And I know we make jokes about the Cowboys and blah, blah, blah. blah but, like, when healthy, Dak, to me, is, like, I mean, really, really good. Um, I just, yeah, no, I, and honestly, Ron Vera, you know, I have some experience. Uh, if Ron Vera, this is going to sound goofy, Ron Vera w- with a team like this makes that team better. Like he, you know, when you start having, you know, Kyle Allens and banged up quarterbacks and stuff like that, yeah, he ain't really going to do it. But he's almost, you know, like they say, like with Doc Rivers, like how Doc Rivers has to have like a, like he like he has to have a talented team and he makes that team like better. Like he can't necessarily handle a team that's like he, I don't want to say has a grow talent. Talent but, you poor. Know, like yeah, yeah. Like a rookie, like a team that's like full with like ro- rookies and stuff like that. Like that's not really his like MO. Um so I it, that and it's funny, given everything going on with like their front office and ownership, it would be so ironic if that team was just good and they won like the that that would that would be our like so we gotta talk about them more. Yeah, I mean, that'd be a very NFL thing to happen. It would be a, a tremendous NFL thing to happen. <laughs> hey, uh, shout out to um, the NBA because the NFL could never. Anyway. <laughs> but anywho. Yeah, what, uh, what games for you? What games for me? Um, so let's, I'm, I was going to talk about my crappy team later. Justin Jefferson, man, mm-hmm. is... I'm just going to talk about the two. I'm going to talk about the two guys I enjoyed watching the most. Well, three. Uh, Pat Mahomes, obviously, but we always talk about him. Um, but Jesse Jefferson is really good, man. And I, listen, Green Bay, that game was to me closer than the score dictated, and they don't have a bad defense. But Justin Jefferson looks like that man is that man could put up that man could put up Randy Moss numbers. I'm about to say he looked like he got 81 on him out there. Like he. And I mean, the, he does. He's backwards, though. Yeah, this, the, wild, the wildest thing about him and the most dangerous thing about him, they can line him up anywhere, Anthony. They can put him on the outside. They can put him in the slot. Hell, they could probably put him in the freaking backfield, right? Like, mm-hmm. and he just, he just gets open. He just, he gets open. And not only, so you got, like, he, he's the... He he has the, the 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 vertical threat capabilities, right? Where you got to, I mean, he has speed and and you he can take the top off of defense. He has the route running ability, right? And then also, you know, he has that like ability where it's like you know that he gets that yak, you know, that yards after catch. And it's just and, and the, this the scariest part about this whole situation is, you know, you you gotta respect Dalvin Cook. You gotta respect Adam Thielen. Like you so how much are you willing to front Justin Jefferson? Cause at some point, like whew, I I he's just so good, man. I I, I mean, I know it, you know. I'm how many yards do you think he averaged per catch? Per catch? Well, it had to be like thirty. No, twenty point four. I mean, regardless. Like that yeah. was no, and and, and it's just mm, he he talked about him getting like was it two thousand yards as a receiver or something like that, and 
and he might not be wrong. He's going to do all that for Kirk Cousins to win MVP. Um, <laughs> the, the worst timeline for you. The, the disgust. The, I, I, oh, God. Where was you? The disgust that Ant just showed was uh, perfect. <laughs> uh, but that's how it goes, right? Because we don't respect position players in the NFL. Anyway, uh, and then secondly, uh, like, yeah, I'm talking about Patrick Mahomes because guess what? He's really good at football and maybe just maybe – um oh can i push an agenda right now yeah, I, I don't i don't necessarily believe okay. this but cool. i just i just want to say it because it was funny um so uh he, pat lost his top weapon he threw five touchdowns and look what happened with aaron Rodgers. so you know maybe just maybe i'm gonna push that a little bit i have aaron Rodgers on my fantasy team i think that team is going to be fine i think aaron Rodgers is going to be fine if anything the issue wasn't with receivers with him it was with the offensive line but I, I, the Green Green Bay will be fine, um, but Pat um, is really really good at football, and we gotta start having conversations like where it's just like, like it's okay, like Pat. Okay, we know Pat's the best, and then we start talking about like the second guy. Like I think I think Josh Allen is really good. Like and I, I think I, I think Josh Allen could win this MVP. Like I think he's going to have not only like the numbers, but he's going to have like the plays like the highlight plays you know um he 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 has a cannon arm he can run that stiff arm he threw was great um i, I think josh is biggest question is like can he you know do it in the playoffs like can't can, like I, to me i feel like i feel like the bills like they're they're they got a, at least another two or maybe three seasons of like you know a legit like playoff like i'm not playoff but the super bowl like they could win it right so like they're mm -hmm. not necessarily like in a rush per se but i think this year like for him as a quarterback he needs to at least make a super bowl appearance um yeah but I mean, you watch we'll those close quickly yeah. look what happened with the falcons look what happened mm -hmm. with the eagles um 100 49ers yeah <laughs> i mean they just it's just it could it, it, i mean heck go back to the Seahawks like so they can open and close but then like so I watch all that and then I go back to Pat Mahomes and he he makes the hard plays look like I could do it like he just makes it like their their goal line stuff they run where it's like misdirection and he's just like a underhand toss to like a running back that flips behind the defense or you know he's scrambling out left and he you know he does that I call it the Rogers pass where it's like a lawn dart where he just comes like straight down, but he, he does it on the run. Just like not even, he just flicks his wrist. It's yeah. No, I don't know why people were ever out on the chiefs or not out on the chiefs, but just like, Oh, you know, like, nah, man. Like I think as long as he is playing quarterback, that that team is a contender. And I mean, the defense isn't like, you know, a top five defense, but I think that defense will be good enough. And yeah, yeah, the Cardinals and that whole thing, but yeah, nah. Um, so, uh, that yeah, no. Nah. How do you um just seeking out West? Uh, on a scale of one to like, you know, maybe we're not riding. How do you feel about Denver? Denver, yeah, that was a pretty deflating game for me. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't I don't know yet. I don't know. Um the moment seemed too big for the head coach who just admitted like right now 
that he probably should have gone for it instead of kicking that field goal. (laughs) And, I mean, this is stuff that you're going to learn. These are growing pains, especially for a first-time head coach. I mean, they can move the ball. They were moving the ball both on the ground and through the air. Probably should have let Russ cook a little bit more. Don't throw the ball down the field a lot. Just do it. You got the receivers. Just do it, but whatever. Yeah. You guys got plenty of receivers. Um, probably shouldn't let go of no fan, I think. But, I mean, that's neither here nor there at this point. Um, but, yeah, I think, I mean, he threw for 340 yards. His completion percentage looks pretty good, 29 out of 42. You had 100 yards rushing between two people, 102 yards. Like, it was there. So maybe the real question marks are on defense. Ooh. You know? <laughs> Ooh, okay. I'm here. Talk yeah. To me. No, I just think that, you know, maybe Ronald Darby, who's, you know, like getting up there in age and is kind of a journeyman at this point. He's 28. He's, been, he's played for the Eagles and the Commanders. Uh, I think even the Bills. You know, it's a lot of kind of Patrick and at this point you know you gave Russell all that money but some of the money is going to have to go in other places for you guys to really compete uh, Randy, I thought Randy Gregory looked pretty good out there actually um, Crane Jackson was fine but you know does anybody like scare you like maybe Bradley Chubb does Oh, uh, Patrick Sertan. I was like, real deal. Patrick Sertan? Yeah, Patrick Sertan. Oh, is it junior? The second? I'm just second, the second. The second. Yeah. He, no, I think Patrick Sertan is like. But even him, he's like relatively new, right? It's his second year. Well, it's his second year, but I think he is like, he's in that top echelon of, of cornerback. Like, I, I, I know it's like, it's still kind of like early or whatever, but I, I, to me, he's the one guy like. I don't know. Maybe he's out of pocket to say that he's the best defender on that team, but I, I like. I don't. I don't think so. I. I and I, I think that I don't want to say. If I did a list of cornerbacks, he would probably be in the top ten right now already, and he might be higher than that. I, I think, but at the same time, to your point, he's just one player, and how you know. With, and I, a little another thing about him, he moves around too, and I, I like that when I like that when cornerbacks do that. Um, so he, but, he yeah. travels like with yeah, the travels. receivers, yeah. yeah. Which I mean, you probably should be able to do whatever. That that's a whole another rant. Yeah. <laughs> their offensive line didn't really have it together. Yeah, their offensive line is a question mark. Yeah, which is a theme that has followed Russell Wilson for his entire career. <laughs> And obviously he can make it work, but he is an aging quarterback. Yeah, I about to say he gets older, and I mean, at at some point, I mean, you know, you don't act, you don't act ready to run around, you know. Yeah, no. <laughs> Which hey, I don't know, Tempe, maybe put Brady in the um, breed option. You know, let's spice it up, get some wild. Yeah, put, put him in the slot, have him try yeah. to catch a catch during yeah. the Super Bowl. That seems like a great idea. They should Imagine. definitely do that. Imagine if a team did anyway. Let's Imagine if he got tackled. 
45 years old. It'd be like not another T movie. We got okay. So back to <laughs> back to Denver. Uh, <laughs> no, um, and then I mean we're gonna see what Seattle. <laughs> um, Gina Smith kind of looked like a above average, like above the the Dalton line. This is what I like to say. Above, above the Dalton line, there. It's okay. See, he's above the Dalton line. Is he above the car continuum? Oh, that's, that's I feel like those are two different things, right? <laughs> I feel like those are two different things. I, like the Dalton line. No, I gotta, think the Dalton line I think is different because the Dalton line you're like you know that this guy's always gonna be this. Yeah. With Derek Carr, you're like, can this guy be better? No. So so okay, I'm I'm actually really excited about this. So I think that's great. So you have. Then there's probably like two more, right? So you have the Dalton line, right? Like mm-hmm. where you, like you said, he's always going to be this. So I think once you get over that, okay, then like however many notches you want to put, and then at some point you get to car, right? Mm-hmm. And like to me, the car continuum, it's like, okay, we 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 know you're not like awful, right? You're above that Dalton line, but can you be like? top 15 can you be higher than that can you be can you be like number 12 right can mm-hmm. can you can you go from being like average right to above average or and then there, there needs to be something for like number for like being top 10 there needs to be something for that and there needs to be something for being like top like five or whatever we gotta come oh, up with, with, you know what it is what's that the flacco zone the flacco's so so okay so explain the flacco zone to me like he's a goodish quarterback. Okay. He's not a good quarterback. He's not a bad quarterback. He's not a great quarterback. Is is he's around a perennial like twelve to fifteen range where like you can win a Super Bowl with that? Uh, we've I mean Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl like that. Is okay, that and that's what's going to ask you? All right. Obviously not Joe Flacco now, but the best version of Joe Flacco is that better than the best version of Carr? I, I don't I don't think that uh I don't think we'll have that answer yet. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. You know who was good? Devontae Adams. <laughs> very good. Very good receiver. What if he was on the Packers? What if yeah, no man, that's just Josh McDaniel's a real deal. Cause that game That's too it's like... really to tell. I, that's okay. That's true. I, I don't <laughs> don't make me ju- I don't, we could talk about the game because I think that I got a genesis push about Justin Herbert. Yeah, that's fine. Right. I think Justin Herbert is I think the way we talk about Josh Allen now is like Justin Herbert is gonna be in that conversation sooner than later. Like as in Justin Herbert is going to win a couple of playoff games and we really have to have like He's just, he can make every throw. He can make every single throw. Mm-hmm. He, he's, he's, you talk, there's, you talk about like arm strength. Like, okay, this is going to be me, be Nick Pitchkey. Josh Allen has arm strength. There's no doubt about it. Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert have arm talent. Like, in the same way that, like, like you would say to, like, to me, Aaron Rodgers has arm talent to where, like, they can go out and, like, it's not like obviously they can launch the ball 60, 70, 80 yards, however, like down the field, but like they can contort the ball. Like 
you know, it, it's it's a different like they do rigidry with the ball. But yeah, about Josh McDaniels, I don't know, man. But that defense is really, really bad. Like the the specifically not the defense, but specifically both lines on that team are really bad. They yeah. let go of uh, I started to call him Letter Kenny, but was it like Letterman? Like they just drafted him. Like he was a first round pick, and he got waived. <laughs> I, I, so I don't. Yeah. I don't know. So. I I think like if you look at the score of that game, um, kind of like putting lipstick on a pig for the Raiders, where like maybe you know like kind of questionable what Derek Carr did. He didn't look great out there. I think the Chargers had a pretty commanding. Lead. That game was never really in question. Yeah, exactly. It's not as close as the scoreboard makes it seem. Yeah. Whatsoever. I did not think they were going to lose that game. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're but... talking about, like, they kicked two field goals. They also threw two touchdowns, but he also threw two interceptions. Uh, So, I don't know, man. Like, we're going to see. I don't think this is, like, a prove-it year for Derek Carr. No, I think Derek Carr is a franchise quarterback for a while. Especially in a new system. Yeah, exactly. But um, it'll be interesting because they made the playoffs last year, right? Yeah, and because of playing the Chargers. Because you remember that that was the whole, like, they could have tied. Yeah. Brennan Staley, and then he called that timeout. Pissed them off, yep. Uh, And and I'm just going to say it, and maybe this is, I would rather have a, I I like aggressive coach. Um, So we've stalled long enough. Um, You want to do your thing or you want me to do my thing? Well, you want to talk about your team or I can talk yeah, about Yeah, let me overact about my team because I'll, okay. I'll pretty sum it up. I need Matt Patricia fired like today. He needs to be dropped into the Bermuda Triangle, put this man in a well, ship him out on whatever whatever Christopher Columbus came on. I don't remember. The Mayflower, Plymouth Rock, I don't care. Disappear this man. <laughs> <laughs> I need him away from my team. I'm tired of his ugly beard. I'm tired of his backwards hat. I missing your beard's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it so shiny? You look fake. You look fake. I don't like it. I don't like anything about it. I think actually it makes people not want to come to the Patriots, even that he's on the coaching staff because he had like a notoriously terrible reputation as his one year of being the Detroit Lions coach. He was Detroit Lions coach for more than one year, right? I think he got fired after one year. I thought it was two. Because I remember being upset that he was there after Yeah. He, it was it was I think it was more than that. I think I think I think it might have been two or three. No, there was no way it was three. Um but... Yeah. No, it was two years. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, you're good. It was two years, and he went um, seven and nineteen, seven nineteen and one, and like people were getting traded from that team because they didn't want to play for him. And then- I need him to do follow his career, go become a meteorologist for yeah, probably get their weather wrong. It's like whatever channel it is in New England, I don't even remember anymore. I think it's like eleven. Or something like that. 
Like, please leave us alone. So, um, what specifically don't you like about... I just don't like his offensive advising. Like, I think that it's, like, I... (laughs) I just don't like I cannot <laughs> handle it. I cannot handle it. I'm watching the game and I'm like, there's no scheme here. There's no plan. There's no like mis like I, I don't mean misdirection as in like the actual play of misdirection, but there's no there's no um kind of mystery to because like that's kind of like the the Patriots team that we know, like, all right, yeah, what's gonna be thrown at you this game? Yeah, you know. How are how much, we gonna how are you gonna cut it up this game? How much of that you put on Belichick though? Because he put him in that position. I put a lot of it on Bill Belichick. Me and all my right, father right. were speaking about this. Uh, so about, tell, how do you feel about the how do you feel about the New England brain choice as a whole? About Belichick, about Kraft, about just the whole thing. How do you how do you I feel about it how I feel about America? Oh God. I'll save it. I'll save a lot of it for the politics podcast, but yes. it is a dying, it's a decaying empire. I think decaying is the right word. Yeah, I think it's a decaying empire. I think Bill Belichick, you know, maybe we gotta we gotta check him in, man. Maybe it's time to This man said we gotta check him in. <laughs> I mean, he is, let's see, he's he is 70 years old. And he's, you know, he's not Pete Carroll. He's not running around out there celebrating. He never was. Beating the only person that got him a Super Bowl. You know, <laughs> like, I just, I know you got to stick by your guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, if if you guys went out there and I could help you guys out by, like, re- rehabilitating your image, like, I'm going to do that. You know what I'm saying? I think any of us, like, within our friend group would do something like that. But we don't run a football organization. We don't run a team. This is not affecting other people. You know what I mean? Like, and I really don't understand why. Like, I don't think Matt Patricia ever gets a head coaching job again. I don't think that Joe Judge... I I wouldn't say that. I I think you're giving too much. No, I disagree with that one, Anthony. I I I don't think that Joe Judge gets a head coaching opportunity again. Um, Judge is staying low after this whole thing. Everyone's on Patricia. He's just staying low. He, I mean, does Steve Belichick get a head coaching opportunity? In the NFL, his dad isn't who he is, and um, that might be me being a hot take. But I mean, no, I don't think that's ridiculous at all. I mean, say what you want about Shanahan. Shanahan's actually like you know good, right? Say what you want about McVeigh. McVeigh, like you know whoever you want. Some of these guys are actually like you know. Well, that is one thing I'll say that. that Reports are that, like, whatever units he's coaching, he actually is, like, super involved in it and, like, very passionate. I don't know if that's, like, that doesn't equal results. Obviously, we know that. Yeah. But, like, at least he's, like, not phoning it in. Crap. Okay, at least at least he gives a crap. And I think yeah. uh, <laughs> we had a conversation about NBA players in defense, and I was just like, hey, man, like, so much of it is, like, actually just caring. <laughs> uh, and I actually said a nice thing about Kyrie, so suck it. Anyway, um... But <laughs> you can bleep that out. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Uh, so to go to go back to what you said, though, I I mean, because I really like. Okay, I'm a hater. I like seeing New England play bad. With that being said, like 
I, I say this to say the whole coaching thing does bother me. Like, just because I don't understand how some people get multiple opportunities and get put in positions when they don't have a proven track record of that, and then other people don't time and time again. And I think that's my only, you know, listen, I'll say this before. Bill Belichick knows more about football than, like, anybody probably, you know? Like, so on one hand, I don't, you don't, you don't necessarily want to question that. Who am I to question that? But at the same time, like, I don't know, man. How do you feel about Mac? Oh, I I I feel pretty like okay with them. I think all the throws they asked him to make looked good. I think there was too many stuff like behind the behind the sticks, and I want to see him throw it downfield a little bit more, uh, wherever, you know, on the edge or in the middle, mm. but. I think they need to. I think it's year two. I think it's really time to see what he's capable of and what he's not capable of as a as a quarterback. And I know maybe we don't have the receiving core to do that. The question there is like, but that, <laughs> that falls back to the front office. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people are asking why Kendrick Bourne's not playing. Jacoby Jacoby Myers looked good that out there. Kendrick- Weren't the whole thing. You've been following that. That's a that's some yes, weird. Yeah. That's some. Well, he got some, kicked out for a fight, yeah. and then he showed up late to a game. I think. Yeah, a game against us. Yeah, the game against you guys. So, I mean, there's like a there's been a huge timeline of like Bill benching or limiting people because they're late. I mean, from like Randy Moss to yeah. Um, who did we have? Carter, the defensive lineman. He used to do like a stomping thing. Um, I don't remember. I don't. I don't remember his first name. But like, yeah, it it's it's happened like a lot. Um, this time seems like a little bit more Andre Carter. This time seems like a little bit more serious. But I mean, even with Malcolm Butler, that was like a whole thing too. <laughs> Bill Belichick is not afraid to like hold someone back, even if it's, like, to the detriment of the team. But, you know, like, something's got to happen because if not, honestly, I am a big believer in not being mediocre. Like, if we're going to suck, just suck. (laughs) You're preaching to the choir. It's Being being mediocre to me is the worst thing you could be in, like, uh, at least when it comes to professional sports. Mm -hmm. There's no... There's no benefit to it. Yeah. Right. You know, and like, and, and when we, what we mean by mediocre, we mean truly mediocre. We mean like you spend a few hundred million dollars and you only can win six or seven games each year. Right. And like you're just, and you have money that you can't get out of, like, because. I don't know, man. I think that if you're in, you know, you're saying like in the mix, anything can happen in the playoffs. Anything can happen in the playoffs. But if you can't even get near that, you know. Yeah, you don't want to be in like that 15 to 20 range picking. Yeah. I mean, 15 is probably good, but you don't want to be like that 16 to like what, 21 Bad. range, really? Like, you don't, you don't want to do that because 
you're picking the people that. I mean, I'm not saying that they're bad players. Like, obviously, the good players no, are gonna come from that. But good players, but yeah, like we know what people people are pick at the end of the first round. People are picking people that they don't want to get stolen in the second round. <laughs> you're getting. I mean, you you should be adding to your war chest essentially, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, hey, and you you're not picking your franchise. Probably not picking your franchise quarterback there unless you're the Ravens. Um, which, yeah, right. I mean. The top, the, the timeline. Yeah, exactly. I was about to say that the timeline where Lamar is playing in New England is wild. You know what's, you know what's wild? Bill Belichick loves running quarterbacks. Like he compliments running quarterbacks every time he goes against them. He does. He's. I mean, he said Cam Newton was the hardest guy to coach against. Like back when Cam Newton was, you know, playing for the Panthers. Yeah. Like it's. <laughs> But but then you have, do you think do you think that's him really saying that or do you think that's like that Jedi mind? Uh, like it's so hard, to, you know. Wink, wink. I would say it's probably an honest assessment because he doesn't give out compliments. True. Bill Belichick loves football. Like obviously, he obviously got. But like that's one thing that I can appreciate about him. Like you know, he he like is a nerd for football. Like I I like watching his press conferences where he nerds out about just like actual like schematics and stuff. Uh, that's, I mean, that, that's one thing that I think I like across the board because it, it's really interesting stuff. Um, yeah. Hey, did you know that two is four and oh against Bill Belichick? But anyway, um, <laughs> I, I, quick, quickly, quickly about the dolphins. Uh, any takeaways from them? Any takeaways no, from two? Mike or, Daniel, or if you're Tyreek Hill, Mike Daniels huh. looks, I mean, look good. Sometimes when you get a shot of him, you're like, is that dude? Is that logic? <laughs> no. <laughs> it, 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 you know, <laughs> he just looks like, it looks like the the headset is yeah. on a child. <laughs> <laughs> this man is a, probably a football genius, but he does look like, like, it, yeah, like if I was on the side, like, like, and I, listen, I respect bro. I respect him. I I think I actually think he's gonna be a pretty good coach. Like yeah. I think that he really like has that pedigree. Um, but no, I and I just think uh, Waddle has one of the best touchdown celebrations in football. I, I love it. Um, I want I want to do it. Yeah, I, but the, the thing is, if I started doing it, people would think good. I was kind of. <laughs> uh, yeah, the defense looks good. Um, it'd be interesting to see them go up against uh, like the Bills. So. Uh, so you know what didn't look good? Um, your Carolina Panthers, my Carolina Panthers. Oh man! So, whew. uh, yeah, first of all, the same way you feel about Matt Patricia, I feel about Matt Rule. Um, <laughs> Anthony was like, "What did you say? Like Matt sucks or something like that?" It might have been like expletive about Matt, and I was like, "Facts." I <laughs> I agree. Um, I agree. I. You know what? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not talking. I'm talking to Panther fans. I'm talking to you. If you're not a Panther fan, if you if you haven't yelled, keep pounding, just turn turn it down. This is this is for you, Panther fans. Listen, come on, listen. I've been a Panther fan since what, like oh two, since I was ten years old. I'm about to be thirty next month. We have to have an honest conversation, right? It's okay to be positive about your team. Okay, I, me myself, I get I I, I dabble in the hopium sometime, but Matt Rule is not a good football coach. He's just not. He He's might be. He might be 
down the line, but he's just not. We are, he is 10 and 24. And I, I understand, you know, COVID. We had, you know, bad offensive lines. You, you had, you know, Teddy, which I'm not talking bad about Teddy, but we haven't had the best circumstances. But guess what? Other franchises have dealt with the same thing. And I, I, I implore you, don't you have to answer this right now. What, what good, truly good thing, like, like what ability does Matt Rule have to set him apart to, to, for you to say he's a good co- football coach, right? Because, and, and, and truthfully, like, so, you know, I talk about Kyle Shanahan, and, I, and I've been critical of him, but, like, Kyle Shanahan is, like, an offensive genius. He's, like, he's, like, you know, people have said time and time again, he's the best offensive play caller, like, and play designer. You know, you got guys to where, like, you could be, like, you know, we talked about Vic Fangio, and, like, yeah, that, that didn't work out in him in Denver, but, like, people saw Vic Fangio as, like, an elite defensive coach. There's, and the list goes on, like, of, you know, Frank Wright, who played for the Panthers at one point, um, is, like, an offensive guy. You have, like, just these people that, all right, this coach is the, the, the guy down there in Miami, right? Like, in a progressive offensive coach, right? He was a run game coordinator. I don't see any of that with Matt Rule, man. I just don't. And I think that, you know, I could go through and say, all right, this unit needs to be better, this player, da-da-da-da. But to me, it's it's a, it's, it's, it's a top-down issue, okay? And ultimately, like, as a coach, like, yeah, you know, when the ball, when they go hike and bodies start flying, that's out of your control. It is, right? Thing, you know, when the ball, when, you know, when, when the balls are flying. However, your job is to get your team prepared. Your job is to, to you know, penalties. Yeah, bro, I know we had a, a new center, but you, there was five, five, Anthony, five fumbled handoffs, right? And, like, yeah, okay, rookie center, but that's coaching, right? Like, a coach should be like, hey, maybe we should work on this. Maybe we should – our best play, our, well, our second best play of the game – was a fumbled handoff. CMC picks up the ball and like runs twenty yards. He, CMC he had the ball ten times. He touched the ball ten times. Anthony, it was terrible. <laughs> I'm I'm not. I'm upset. Also, we can't. We, I I could have ran on the pan. Me, Marquise, Deshaun, Wills could have ran the ball. It was terrible. I hate it. I don't know where we go from here, but whatever. I don't care. I, I'm sorry. That was my rant. Is Baker Mayfield on the Panthers next year? I can honestly say I do not know. I, you know what? Here's my answer. Actually, if Baker Mayfield is on the Panthers next year, then the Panthers had a good season. The Panthers, the Pan, that means we had a good season, and that means that if we didn't make the playoffs, we got really close to making it. Okay. But if he's not, that means we were awful. Now, there's three ways this situation plays out, right? And this is where I'm conflicted. I don't hate Baker Mayfield, by the way, right? I don't hate Baker Mayfield. I think Baker Mayfield is above the Dalton line. I think he's somewhere... I I don't think he's at the car continuum, right? I think he's just under that, but I do think he he has the potential. It's okay. He has to be, I think... You have to have he, the, the things around him have have to be solid for it to, for him to, yeah. Um, I think if 
Baker Mayfield, the thing that scares me with him being on the team next year is there's a chance that if he's on the team next year, Matt Rule is coaching the team next year. And that's the one thing, like, that's the one I don't want. And if we play bad, then, like, Matt Rule is gone. But they, it could be a situation to where Matt they let Matt Rule go, keep Baker, but that would be Baker's, what, like, <laughs> fifth coach in as many years, you know? Yeah, that, that, that if they did that, there's, like, a trend in the NFL, and I mean, you probably noticed this. It's like coach, head coach, head coach, uh, head coach gets fired. They keep the same quarterback that there was questions about. New head coach comes in, deals with that quarterback for one year. Next year, they draft a new quarterback. So you lost already a year on that head coach. The new quarterback maybe doesn't work out. So then there's an internal struggle between the head coach and the GM. And then if they're both not let go, then you bring in one or the other. And then it's probably better to let go of the head coach than let go of the GM because the GM is going to pick the head coach. And if it's the other way around, then the new GM is going to be like, well, this isn't my head coach. I didn't pick him. So I don't care if we fire him. So another season of this, another two seasons, we're going to let this guy go. And so that this, this is where we're at in a weird spot. Matt Rule got to pick the GM, our new GM, right? Which I actually like our GM. I like, I, I like, I like Scott Fitter. I like him a lot. Um, he said, I'm in every deal. And he was. I just don't like it's and this is where it, like things are just not straightforward with us because on one hand like so take take our like take our coordinator of uh, like um Phil Snow. I think Phil Snow is like an elite defensive coordinator. Like I granted we couldn't stop the run, but that's to me that's a personnel thing yeah. more so than like scheme. Like I think Phil Snow is really good a uh, defensive coordinator. Uh, we had um, what was his name? Uh, J- Joe Brady. You know, remember we got Joe Brady from LSU, mm-hmm. and it was oh my god, I was happy, I was excited, and then we let him go halfway through last year. We cut him, right? Which again, the offense was bad. I don't think it was his fault. I think that was Matt Rule trying to save his job. So now you have McAdoo, or as we like to call him, Smackadoo. <laughs> and his offensive scheme is not conducive to Baker Mayfield, right? It's not the ideal offensive scheme for Baker Mayfield, which now you're now, you know, we praise teams like the Ravens for playing to their quarterback strengths. I don't think this offense plays to Baker Mayfield's strengths because you got to remember, we hired him, you know, early in the offseason, and then we got Baker Mayfield like 40 days ago. <laughs> so. <laughs> So, um, it just, I, I don't know what happens, man. And I, and I don't want to be pessimistic because there is talent, like, like a, actually a lot of talent on our team. Um, but like, it's like we said, it doesn't pay to be mediocre. So do you just, do you just burn it down? But then if you burn it down, what does that look like? Does that mean like, the Christian McCaffrey, like the CMC question still lingers, you know, I just, 
we're in a really weird spot and i i've i've said publicly i've said privately like what listen man whatever happens this season like i don't, i just don't know i wish i could give a more like insightful answer and there's a lot of like i said there's a lot of fans that are just super super you know optimistic but I, yeah just prove it to me at this point <laughs> you know, because because you know we talk about the Patriots all day, but say we should and say we should about Mac, but Mac is going to be your quarterback for like the next like what ten years? I mean, uh, it, it, I mean may, maybe like I mean like I mean obviously there's a chance it doesn't work out, but like to me like Mac isn't the question. Like I mean, granted, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, there's questions about him, but he's not he's, the problem. Yeah, he's not the problem. You know, um, and I, I mean, let's as we all know, finding your quarterback is the big you know thing so i i want i i I, you know publicly and privately like i may not be i may not buy his jersey but i am rooting for baker to succeed i'm going to be critical of him though because you have to be like yeah just why not um so i don't know man it's it's going to be weird time in carolina and our and our schedule is just going to we have a hard schedule coming up um ours is pretty rough to start the year as well uh, I I'll be at the game in two weeks, and I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna post on our actual account my my reaction, so you guys get to see <laughs> in, in real time how I'm feeling about things. I don't and, and, and I don't drink either, guys. So you be like, oh, he's nope. I'm not. Those are real tears. <laughs> <laughs> That's not sweat. That's not sweat. <laughs> yeah, those are real. I don't know if y'all can see it right now, but it's raining out here. <laughs> Eighty degrees is sunny. <laughs> Me got They sell Krispy Kremes at the stadium, um, which is great. Uh, let's talk about something fun, Anthony. What are you watching, man? Like, besides what am I football, watching? What are you watching? You know, <laughs> I people are often surprised that I like really enjoy sports, and often even the sports that I'm really into. Yeah. So you know what I've been watching when I don't watch sports lately? What's that? I've been watching documentaries about sports. Oh my god, <laughs> you are turning into the same person. Which I, uh, which one you been watching? I've been so I've just finished the really interesting doc on um the Seattle Mariners by Secret Base. Uh, so it's John Boyce and a couple other people. And if one if I could do that for a living, I would do that. If I could just do research and like find out all these and like because they're not talking about the game. They're not talking about the sport. They're talking about these characters, right? Because we see stories play out very yeah. often. If you think yeah. about sports this way. Like they made a really good point. They're like, see, the Seattle Mariners are not champions, right? They're the only franchise in in baseball to not win a championship currently or yeah at the time of their start um for quite a while but they are the protagonists like they had big poppy they had a rod they had ken griffey they had ichiro like they are a central part of what happened in baseball so wild to me to the culture of it you know what i mean and like documentaries like that, man, they're just so interesting because they're not talking about, you know, the scoreboards. They're talking about, they're not even talking about the X's and O's. They're talking about, it's, it's almost like, a, a, you know, compared to a show that I love, 
uh, succession like storylines, right? Th these are real people going through just like the weirdest stuff. I mean, that, and, that's why that's why it was not to cut you off. That's one of the reasons, like, I tell people I love sports in general, right? Like, it is real life, like reality, like TV, and like we don't that you don't know the script, mm -hmm. you know, like we you don't it it's and so much hinges on like you said like you had a rod you know you had big pot like what you know what again, we said earlier what happens if the patriots would have drafted lamar like yep. but go ahead sorry no they had a player um blake martinez sorry uh, blake martinez or edgar martinez i think it's i'm pretty sure it's blake martinez um no that's the that's the uh that's the guy that the Giants cut for no reason. Yeah. Um, yeah, Edgar Martinez, sorry. Who, he was a factory worker and a fringe player on the minor league team for the Seattle Mariners. He was a factory worker until he was 27 years old. And now that's getting up there in age. Yeah. He is now in the Baseball Hall of Fame. That's wild. Man. He didn't get a real shot until he's about 28 years old. And like this game that we watch on Sundays or almost every single day, if it's baseball, affects people's actual life. And really like um, really not fantasizing ways, but like really interesting ways, you know? And so... I mean, and it even affects people like you. If you're invested in your sports team and you see them lose in in like dramatic fashion, you're kind of going to be down for the next couple hours. You know yeah, what I mean? No, it, it, it's it's definitely <laughs> like an impact. Um, to kind of play off what you're saying, what, uh, it's funny that you say that. So I watch. Uh, so everyone knows about like hard knocks. But there's a series on Amazon called um, "For All or Was It or For All or Nothing," and they do it like they do it in NFL. I don't, I don't know if they still do it in NFL anymore. Um, but like they also do it. The most interesting ones they do it with sports teams around the world. So they do like the Premier League. I watched one a couple of years ago where they did the um, the New Zealand national rugby team. Um, there it is like college football ones, but the one I'm watching now is about Arsenal um, in the Premier League, and like it goes. Fall Arsenal all like the Cronk the Cronkies own Arsenal, which is and and uh the the son of the owner of the Rams. He actually run like he specifically runs like that team, like lives in England and runs it. And you know the Arsenal is like uh they would be a liken to like you know like a Green Bay Packers or you know, like a perennial, like they were there in the beginning and they yeah, want to, but you know, and so, but they're, but they're off, like they're bad, like they're, and so like, um, matter of fact, and it, it was really interesting. So you remember last year it, um, with the, was it the UEFA championship in England missed the penalty kick and like, they were really racist towards the young black player. Like he plays for Arsenal. And so like, but they were saying like, this is a really young team and they spent a lot, they spent a lot of money last summer bringing people in 
but the same things that the same uh zemes in the way we talk about like american football like I, but, they, but it's 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 wild over there like they're because their their manager is like young and like they lost their first couple of games people were like following this man like outside his car at the stadium like on the phone like 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 banging on his like window right like and it's just like it's so yeah, they're wild. like street gangs over there bro, bro, and like it's just like For their and, exactly and like the, the mm-hmm. wildest part though anthony like the people that were doing this these were just like it would be like you and i like these weren't <laughs> even it was just like re- like regular fans were like but then at the same but in the same moment and this is where like i'm rebecca calls me sappy uh because like like they had like they signed this young goaltender and he he finally got a chance to start and they followed like his family and like just watching like watching his mom and dad watch him play like just to come out and like warm up and like just it's like how can like you 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 borderline get tear like tear i'm such a i'm so sappy when it comes to that stuff but i'm like (laughs) yeah like you know it's so it's it's really cool so that's that's what we're watching when we're not watching sports we're watching shows about sports and also (laughs) and also house of dragons it's really good um you guys should watch it um uh you know but anyway I digress. Anthony, mm-hmm. who's going to win the WNBA championship? Your Las Vegas Aces. Okay. Our Las Vegas Aces are two games away from winning the WA championship, WNBA championship. Um, yeah, man, it was really, it was a rock fight. So this is like kind of the Connecticut Sun made it to the WNBA finals and, and they were kind of a dark horse. People kind of figured that this might happen. But the Las Vegas Aces have kind of been not crowned, but they have been like the uh they're like if you're gonna compare them, they're like the Kansas City Chiefs uh, at the moment. Right? Like you're like they're at least gonna make the AFC game. Yeah. So they were kind of like you know, picked to, you know, make it to the WNBA, WNBA finals. But the Connecticut Sun, they turn every game into a rock fight. And, I mean, they're holding the WNBA champion, sorry, the WNBA MVP to 6 for 11 shooting. They're holding... KP, who's like one of the, I would say probably becoming one of the faces of the WNBA. They're holding Kelsey Plum to one of nine. She she's a three-pointer, that's it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Chelsea Gray, who is like... If, she should have made, made all-star. Yeah, I mean, but like... She could... She could be the number one on this team. They're, she's going nine for 17. Now, the big difference is that we talked about this previously. I think we talked about this privately, actually, that they don't call fouls in the WNBA. They just, they kind of don't. Asia Wilson went to the line for 14 free throws. Now, that's, I mean, you got to have some talent there to, to, you know, to people that don't watch basketball as closely. Getting fouls is a skill. Like It is. It is part of your game. It's not something that happens by coincidence. It's something that you kind of train for. Um, 
So it was really interesting because if you're going to look at the score, you're going to be like 64, 67. That's not like maybe that's like college basketball numbers, like high school numbers. Or yeah, or something like that. When it but, was real basketball. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, no one on the Suns had over 20 points, but it's only a three-point game due to just, you know I mean? Like literal grit, grit and grind. The whole team for the, the Connecticut Suns <laughs> whole team shot five free throws. Yeah. And I mean, if you're going to compare the Las Vegas Aces shot 19 free throws. And then remember, that means only five of those free throws came from other players. And, and they had. <laughs> exactly. So that's what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven other players. Five free throws divided between them. And Kelsey already had three. So that's only two more. Like, and I mean, like you're talking, Chelsea Gray is a guard. That means she's driving, and she yeah. only shot one free throw. <laughs> so it was an and one. You know what I mean? And it's just that's where maybe the game can change for them because we know with the rise of the um, Golden State Warriors. I don't know if you know them. With the rise of the Golden State Warriors, high scores. Draws, draw in viewers. They do. They, they just do, so. If you haven't watched Aja Wilson play basketball, uh, do that. Um, it's, yes, she 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 can mess around. So she won MVP, right? She won Defensive Player of the Year. Yep. She can win Finals MVP as well. That there's some ballers, man. Yeah, it's, I, it's really interesting. I I'm not gonna lie, Anthony. I'm kind of surprised you're not a Connecticut Sun fan. I, I mean, I. Well, do we need to get back to my rant about Connecticut? Because <laughs> I'll jump back on it. Nah, I, uh, <laughs> listen, I just think that Connecticut's probably like the most, like the sorry, the least New England, uh, uh state of New England. Like, no yeah. shots at Brittany. You know I, what I mean? But like, I am not from up there, so if you guys have an issue directed at him, I know how you people in New England like to get down. <laughs> <laughs> so is, this is not me saying this. <laughs> I don't I don't want my name being brought up in Southie. <laughs> no, I mean that's what that's in <laughs> it is he really isn't, guys. He's that's that's not even in the same state. I know but, it's, Boston, but <laughs> it's the same. No, but um no, if if anything, I'd probably be like a I'd probably be like a Suns fan. Shout out to Sky, not to not the Chicago Sky, but Skyler. Call me. I know you're married to your high school sweetheart. But so, uh, you want to talk about F one <laughs> or anything like that? Um, um, I don't know. It's kind of going long yeah, this episode. Yeah. Talk about that. I can Red Bull, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. Oh, I mean, but also shout out to KP again. You know what I'm saying? She's she That's she'll sad. come back. Um, like one for nine is a terrible shooting. But I mean, everyone got a down day. We'll go to um, but, you know, she got that dog in her. That's what she. That's what she said. That's what her team says. That she got that dog in her. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> she does that bark. You never heard her do that bark at people. I have not heard her do the bark. She does like a little. Like you think it's gonna can be like. Can, a can bark? You do, can no, you I'm do not it? doing that. I'm not. Maybe maybe Clawson can clip it in here. But it's like it's like a small dog bark. It's not even like a. What would your bark be? 
I'm, I'm probably going to imitate like a DMX bark if I'm doing a bark. R.I.P. Dark Man. Like, yes. R.I.P. Uh-huh. But yeah, she could bark like that. Not to turn into but anyway. So <laughs> F1. <laughs> F1. Um, it's interesting, but man, it, it kind of sucks at the same time, man. <laughs> a lot of stuff going on there, buddy. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of interesting coincidences. It's, 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 let's talk about the end of the race real quick. They just, okay. they just talk about the end of the race. Mm-hmm. Um, it ended under a yellow flag. Um, because apparently they couldn't get Daniel Ricardo's car off the track. Did you see after the race, his, they, it was just hanging there for a while, by the way. There's like a picture of like people leaving the track and his car is just suspended in air. Um, how did you, what are your, what are your thoughts on that? Just real quickly. Yeah. yeah it's, it's not um, but like the FIA has three people now as the race directors and they still can't make clear decisions on what to do we were i think max probably still one of won that race but we were kind of robbed the fans were kind of robbed of um at least an interesting exciting one because they didn't call a safety car they called a virtual safety car now, for people who don't know what that is, it's literally a virtual safety car. Like everyone has to go down to a specific speed, and they need to regulate themselves. It even kind of pops up on their dashboard. On their dashboard, but they have like a little dashboard on their steering wheel where it'll come up VS VSC. Um, and because of this, we couldn't see if Charles Leclerc was skilled enough to track down Max Verstappen and make it a race. Um, and even other stuff, we couldn't see Carlos Sainz continue to climb through the back. We couldn't see Hamilton to see if he can get a podium because they were kind of projecting that. We couldn't see what George Russell could even do um, because the Mercedes were sneaky quick this time around and, and during, during the race, which seems to be a common theme. Um, and I think it's like kind of a real problem this year. Um, now it is a new system that they're getting used to with these new three race directors, but like, I don't know, Marquise, like as someone who doesn't, you know, you watch the races, you follow them pretty closely, but obviously I follow them a little bit more. Like I listen to like two different podcasts on it and like look at the tenths of seconds, but like how have the races looked to you since? I just, I mean, it would be like, I don't know, man. Like my biggest thing is like consistency. Right. It's funny because like I, I really don't like street races. Like so like the fact that we're racing on actual tracks is like I'm like, yeah, we get like, like race tracks, you know, where people can overtake and it's 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 kind of a letdown, right? And I'm not like not even from a like me being a Mercedes fan or being like a Lewis fan or anything like that. But this is just listen, there's a lot of stuff that can just like coincidences that can happen in sports. But I don't, I don't get it. Like as as a a slightly above casual fan of racing, you can't tell me how come like how come this decision was made in this instance, but not previous weeks or not the end of last year. Uh like how come it? it and it's not even about like it's not about like Max and Red Bull winning because like 
they're the best team this year. They have, they have the fastest car. Max has been the best driver. But time and time again, like I, you know, if I if if you want to, you know, quote unquote, see people race and you don't want to finish on the yellow, like I mean, heck, why not just stop the race till the car is cleared real quick and then you know race those last few laps? Like why not? I, I just. There just needs to be consistency, and then there's not, and then and then again, it's not communicated well. I mean, at the end of the day, th- like granted, this stuff happens. Cars shut down, people unfortunately wreck. Like something's gonna, like look at last week, right? Where I mean, Mercedes actually could have won that race, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's, I, I just, I don't know, man. It, it's not it, like, but visually, just actually looking at the race. You don't want to see it in in yellow. Like, no. You don't want to see it in and you want to see him race. At the end of the day, it's about racing. And if, if that's the hill that you, you, a point you have talked about ad nauseum over the last uh, 10 months or, you know, 11 months or whatever, maybe actually do it. Yeah. But yeah. That's your F1 minute. That's my F1 minute. I like that. But. <laughs> So guys, again, we we it was funny. It was, was going to be short. We kind of went a little long. Doesn't matter. Yeah. We like we like we, like we we talk about sports. This is what it is, right? And we can just we're going to probably go to our chat after this and talk about sports more. But um, like I said, man, uh, think it's best time of the year, right? Uh, football is picking up. You got the WNBA finals. Uh, the NBA will be here soon. The baseball playoffs. So we got a lot more stuff to talk about. Uh, tennis opens. Tennis opens. I, I did watch a lot. I did watch a lot of tennis this past week. Um, <laughs> so who knows? You might hear me ranting about tennis pretty soon. Um, but yeah, no. So like I said, we're going to put these out more frequently. Um, you know, we had our little off season. Um, so yeah, no. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, if you guys have any Tell us, tell us what you think about what we said. If you disagree, uh, Anthony, that forty-five touchdowns, he's still on pace. Yeah, all you gotta do is throw three touchdowns a game. Wait, I think he's got to throw four touchdowns a game. Um, in as far as Trevor and you know, yeah, he didn't play bad. He could still yeah. be the best quarterback in that division. Davis Mills, though. Anyway, I'll stop. I'll stop. <laughs> I won't. I won't go. That's all I'm gonna say. They tied. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, no. Um, but like I said, guys, we appreciate it. Anthony, where can they find you at? Uh, you guys can find me at Ace Boogie Wave. Um, uh, with the new handle, it's uh, it's Antonio now. It's don't call me Anthony. You can call I'm me Ant. That's fine. I'm sorry, I've been calling you that this whole podcast. No, you're good. You're good. Um, it's fine. I know it's a big change, but the rebrand is here. Um, just see me. I'm. I've been tweeting. I've just been letting out wild stuff. Go look at my last one. It's ridiculous. But uh. But yeah. And Aceboogie on Instagram too. Um, you see a lot of new pictures up there soon. So it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a fun time, guys. <laughs> As you know, I'm MK Wills. Completely. I got the new 2K. If you play 2K on PS5, it has me in a death grip right now. I'm about to go play some pickup basketball with J Cole. That's not even a joke. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm wearing a hot dog hat. It's great. Anyway, you guys be safe out there. Um, again, so much love. We do appreciate every download, every listen. Um, every rating. Every rating. It means a lot. 
Share it with your friends. We got some big things planned. Um, keep pounding. <laughs> <laughs>